obviously like didn't have a job for like because he's freelance for a month and I was like instead of panicking I was like I'm gonna be able to create money so we'll be able to just have on normal lifestyle and honestly I made more money like this week that actually when I worked for my nine to five for like the whole month <laughs> which is crazy and then he was as well in the void same, same time as me and then just trusting yeah everything is gonna be fine and then got offered like yes you can have like this job you know like you just have to pass the test which I'm sure he's gonna get it anyway and you can triple your revenue like literally just like that insane it's bloody insane <laughs> you heard it here first everyone it's not just me making this shit up like like we have the example here and and, and that's and that's exactly it and so and, and what we're going to talk about today is changing our conceptualization um, conceptualization of time right but you've even just seen that in Sandra's example it's like I made more than my monthly wage in a week right and so when we want to start playing with money, we speed time up, right? We start working with time and energetics in a different way. And then you'll start finding that what took you a year takes you. This is how it works with money, okay? A quick lesson on money before we even go into this. When we're trying to hit financial goals, the first stage is that we have to energetically cal um, uh, calibrate, okay? So let's take six figures, 100K. So the first time that you make 100K is the hardest it will ever be because you're going from a place of alignment, sorry, non-alignment to 100K to alignment to 100K. But once you've made your first 100K, okay, you have calibrated to that energetically. You know tangibly what 100,000 feels like, right? And so that's when you can start playing with money. And that's when you start speeding it up. So Sandra knows what it feels like to make whatever amount of money in a month, right? So the game is, how can I feel that in the energy field? Because manifestation is a game of feeling your way to what you desire. And then you start compounding time and it speeds up. So for those of you guys that may be struggling with manifestation, right? Sometimes it's because you're like, I'm trying to manifest... $75 million, but you've never calibrated to $75 million. Do you know how it feels to hold $75 million? Who knows how to hold $75 million? I don't. I mean, I don't even work in dollars. I work in euros, but you know when sometimes like all movies fucking talk in dollars, so I end up talking in dollars. I don't think I've ever earned a dollar. Do you know what I mean? Let alone $75 million. But 75 million euros. I don't know how to manifest 75 million euros because I've got no bearing. I've got no grasp on what 75 million would feel like. However, I have made a million. It took me three and a half years. It's now speeding up. It took me about two years, two and a bit years now. Okay. So I know what it's like physiologically, somatically in my system. Hi, beautiful, to make a million. And so instead of focusing on, I want to make 10 million right? When I manifest, my focus isn't, I want to make 10 million. My focus is, I want to make a million, which I know how to feel faster. Okay. So when I went from 
when I started hitting my first six figures, my first 100K took me about a year and eight months, okay? And it happened before even starting the business. My second 100K happened in our first year of business, okay? So the reason that it was easy to hit six figures in my first year of business is because I knew what six figures felt like. I was calibrated, okay? And then what was my goal? And you guys last year would have heard me speaking about this, of which you won't really hear me speak about it anymore because it's not interesting to me anymore. I would talk about my first 100K month in sales, my first 100K week in sales, my first 100K day in sales, right? And then it became, can I sign my first 100K contract? Can I sign 100K in one payment, right? That's much easier than thinking, I want to hold 1 million if I've not met 1 million. And once you keep compounding with speed, those 100Ks, you realize that you end up with more than you imagined, right? And that's how we multiply time and we start compounding our results. Does that make sense to you guys, what I just said? Okay, prepare for what we do today that might not make sense. I'm just going to set that as a context. <laughs> um, just got triggered by a friend and just feeling like I don't know how I'll be able to reach the people I want to work with because from what he says and also what I feel then don't see me because I don't play at their level, just needed to share. We'll share that shitty story. Okay, let's speak to this quickly and then we're going to go into Einstein time. So Lee requested this, guys, and this is why we're going to go into this today. But the story there or the, the belief system there is I don't play at that level, right? If someone says... that they don't see you. Okay, let me give you an example. I'm going to all of these fucking fancy ass things at the moment, recently, okay? And this has been very challenging with me to be in spaces where everyone is either an influencer with 1 million followers or famous, <laughs> do you know what I mean? But a lot of the spaces that I've been in as of late have that as the majority of the population. Now, when I started being in these spaces, right, I noticed like in my mastermind or do do do, and I'm talking this time last year, maybe a little bit further on, people didn't really see me. And it was frustrating. It's like I was there and people didn't really see me. And, and I create this story. It's because I'm a woman. It's because I look like I'm about five years old. I don't think I do look like I'm 30. I look like, you know, just crawled out the womb and I'm like, hi, I've got a business. Like, you know, no one guesses that I'm 30 when they meet me. So I started creating all of these stories, right? that it was because of a woman, because I was young, because I look young, because I'm not like, I don't know, all of these stories that created separation between me and them, okay? Now, when I go into these rooms, people don't underestimate me. What changed? Was it people? Or was it the vibrational note that I was holding? So when I say to you guys, and I'm very intentional with the language, you have to decide that you are the fucking one, right? You have to have the audacity to be like, this bitch is here. And when you affirm and hold that vibrationally, you're going to notice, right, that people shift how they respond to you 
even though nothing has actually changed. So Camille, I would see this as a really phenomenal opportunity. And I would just say to him, not him, it's got nothing to do with him. I would say to yourself, he's reading past me, but I know who the fuck I am. And there's gonna be a stage where everyone responds to that level that I hold. Final thing that I wanna say on this is all of the best, most extraordinary minds on planet Earth, at some stage, were misunderstood. Okay? When someone doesn't see me or get me, I see it as evidence and I choose to see it. And my attitude is, I'm so far ahead, they don't understand. And I know that that seems a bit obnoxious, but it really helps, right? Also, when we're in rooms, with very big, I'm putting this in in little air quotes, guys, with really big people, okay? Sometimes people are very power hungry and they actually struggle to see beyond themselves and it's got nothing to do with you. So remember, and remember the example that I gave you guys in MDB2, when someone shares an opinion, just see them in front of you. And then we see the question marks and the, the exclamation marks above their head. And we say, I have not learned anything about me. I have just learned how they think, okay? When people give you a perception, we don't have to take this on board. Remember that choice before we internalize it, okay? Adrian says, I had the same story telling me in the beginning and still hold same pieces from it, like not being seen in my business. I still need to go through the belief systems. And I honestly don't really know who I am right now. Really feel you, Camille. Guys, when you join a, a program like this, it's kind of normal that you feel that you disintegrate slightly. And when you're going to a new level, a new income level, a new self-image level, this and this is what Sandra was talking about, there is the void, okay? There is the void that we go into, and there has been so many stages in my life where I've literally been like, I actually don't know who I am anymore. But know that the void is fertile with a new life. And in the void, you get to create who you are. So it's really a time of opportunity. Camille is saying he's seeing me as a person and he is the CEO of a multi-million company, but I can feel the doubt from the professional level, which comes from me. Sure. Yeah. Just think about, just think about how you relate to the CEOs of multi-million companies, because we have this tendency to make them bigger than us, but it's like, you're going to be a CEO of a multi-million company doesn't mean they're better than you. doesn't mean they're worse than you. I found this in myself when I meet influencers who've got 1 million followers. I've become a fucking weirdo. And I had to really call myself out on that. <laughs> you know? Tam's been with me on networking where I've not wanted to go inside because I'm so scared. Because a huge part of my personality has always been painful shyness. Right? But there had to be a point in my business journey where I was like, Hannah, this you cannot hold on to this. Right? 
since yesterday, I'm really in the void. <laughs> Keep on doing the work of catching the thoughts and rewriting the story. Amazing. Then you're smashing it. You're doing it absolutely right. I've always been close to people with power and I can feel that they appreciate my company. So there's a disconnect, but only with business. Beautiful. So I would celebrate that as a win and then just look at how we can bridge that in business and how maybe you need to view yourself in business, right? So interesting stuff, guys. Okay, let's talk about it. If the money work feels abstract, this is going to feel even more abstract. The context for today is the quantum. Okay, we're going to talk about time and we're going to talk about quantum jumping and we're going to talk about parallel universes. And, and actually, Camille, this might be an like extremely impeccably timed process for you today. So Gay Hendricks, you guys know that I love him. I really recommend that if you want wholesome Instagram content to follow him, every single video that he has on his Instagram is him being very in love with his wife, stroking a cat, and it is literal like the most joyful thing on planet earth so follow gay hendrix and go just watch very nourishing videos of him stroking his cats he coined a concept okay um i'm loving this shirt ever i feel like it's very uh tribal beautiful okay he coined this concept which is you are where time comes from and yeah, I had a session with Ashley yesterday about increasing my prices and creating more high tickets. So perfect timing. Yes, yes, yes. I love that. And Camille, if you've decided to put up your pricing and make shifts in your business, that's why you're getting triggered because now the universe is being like, okay, you want to do this, then we're going to clean this up, right? On a self-image level. Okay. So I love that for you. This is a revolutionary concept, guys, because most of us, including myself, <laughs> are born into a world where we're taught time is something that exists separate to us, that progresses consistently throughout the whole universe and can only be understood with maths. So what do I mean by that, right? When we look at Newtonian physics, and I'm gonna go into this super briefly, but just so we get an idea, it's like an hour is always an hour. That is the same amount of time, right? A day is always a day. A day is the same amount of a time because time is separate to me. Time is observable. Time stays the same, right? And it's consistent progress. Hour plus hour plus hour plus hour equals eight hours. Eight hours is always eight hours, okay? That's a Newtonian paradigm of time. And so that's saying I am here and time is separate to me, okay? Now, Einstein time, and I think a lot of you guys might know this, Einstein was kind of maybe, I'm not going to say one of the first, because I know we have, you know, people from, from ancient cultures prior to Einstein, but he was one of the first scientists, if not the first scientist, who started believing in the universe and quantum, um, the quantum perception of the universe, right? And so this is really what manifestation is actually based on. So Einstein, as a scientist, was a hugely spiritual man, right? And so he came up with a theory of relativity, right? Which I'm sure all of you guys know, but, but, but what actually is the theory of relativity and, and how does it apply to time? So Einstein found that time is actually not separate to us, right? Time is relative to the observer, okay? So 
time is made and comes from the observer. Stay with me. And there is this famous um, experiment, which I'm sure many of you guys have heard of, where they were testing what a particle did in like a slot box thing, right? And they found that the particle behaved differently depending on whether it was being observed or not, right? And so what we're saying in respect to time from the Einstein paradigm is that time morphs and changes depending on the observer. Let me try and make this tangible for you, okay? So I want you to think about when, when was a time in your life that you were having the most fun ever? Like, oh my God, you were having so much fun. It was so great. You're having like a whale of a time. Um, maybe you'd gone for a picnic. Maybe you were on a first, oh, get naked for you guys. Maybe you'd gone on a first date, maybe. Um, oh God, so let me think of the time, the first Craig and I had been talking for three months. We'd never kissed. We'd never had sex. And then we decided that we would be together. And we literally like had this week that felt like three seconds. And we were like intoxicated in love. And I was like, oh. like, <laughs> and um, and we adopted a dog in, in our first seven days of relationship. And, you know, we'd, we, we had this joke after seven days of being together. We'd always be like, I feel like we've been together for seven years, right? And, and, and we both felt it, this really bizarre experience of time. It's like we entered this vortex of love and sex and puppies and joy. And, um, and that's very different if I compare it to being at the dentist's and having to wait an extra two hours because there's been a delay, right? So being at the dentist, it's two hours, but those two hours feel from my human self far longer than my beautiful oxytocin infused love and sex week with Craig, you know? And so this is what Einstein is speaking to, that depending on the state of being, right, of the observer, time changes for I'm going to check the chat to see if you guys are with me. Uh, 10 day shamanic retreat in Colombia. Time didn't make sense at all. It felt like the longest 10 days of my life and also the shortest. Yeah. Ever says or at the airport. Well, my bloody journey to Dubai. But let me tell you something. It actually didn't feel like it took as long as it did take. Um, but I know it would have felt a lot longer. Let's take my journey to Dubai, right? You know, being rejected from two planes and all of the fun things that ensued. If I'd been very, very cross and upset and in an airport, it would have felt a lot longer. But bearing in mind that I got all of my sweet and my three course meal. Like, I was like, this is fine. This is actually great. Um, but what we're seeing from this is that time is not this objective external measure. It's this subjective experience, okay? So Daniela says, any place with fluorescent lighting does tend to feel like an eternity. Yeah, how is it that one minute can feel like an eternity and a week can feel like a second, right? And so when you dive deeper into Einstein's theories and teachings, he always comes back to time is actually an illusion, right? 
And this is what we hear in spiritual teachings. There is no such thing as a past. There is no such thing as a present. It's just now. And this is what he really, really spoke to. Okay. And I'm going to really bring this back to us and why it's important for us. But I want you guys to really see that difference there, right? The Newtonian paradigm of time is that time ex exists separate to me. It's always the same. It can only be understood with maths, right? The Einstein paradigm is that time depends on the observer, right? It changes relative to the observer, okay? And so Gay Hendricks, and you guys can read a, a chapter in his book that he really goes into this in, in The Big Leap, but he really talks about how and I, and I understand that this whole thing is going to be very out there, but his quote is, you are where time comes from. And even though that can sound wild to our minds that have not been educated in this way, you are where time comes from, right? He's basing that on Einstein's paradigm of time. It's not just this spiritual throwaway comment, like it's actually founded in something. I feel more resonance with Dr. E. Oh, yeah. With Einstein, yeah. So it's interesting when you hear Gay Hendricks speak about this. When he talks of time, and let me give you the backstory. He shares that you know, he lived in Newtonian time until his 50s. And, you know, he had businesses, and, but he was very stressed in his businesses. He always felt that time was running out. I don't know how many of you guys feel like this, like there's never enough time. I can't get everything done in a day. There's always like, like, you know, that feeling of like, you're always rushing and it's like never quite enough. And it's like, ah, when is this going to work out for me? And so we've got to this point of like saturation in, in his business. And, he went, took three days off to go to the mountains and he had this deep realization of like, fuck, actually time comes from me, right? And so I'm sharing some of his language because I think his language, I don't usually use this terminology, but I think his language is really codes to experience time in a different way. So he would share, you know, I am time and I will make enough of it, right? I am time and I will make enough of it. And the example that he gives, okay, the example that he gives is when he was trialing this out, he comes back. You guys know I always embellish stories, okay? Let's be clear that I always embellish stories. <laughs> know that as a president, that when I'm telling a story, you cannot take every single little thing as I say as fact, because I will have dramatized the whole situation. But he tells this story of, you know, he's running late to get to the office. He's in the metro, it's super busy, and he's squished in the metro. I mean, I can't imagine being this squished in the metro because I avoid this kind of situations like the plague. Um, but he's in there, he can't look at his watch, he's got his drink, and he suddenly goes, you know, what if I experience this differently? What if I experience this not from this place of like, you know, stress, I'm not gonna make it, blah, blah, and just decide I am time and I will make enough of it. And so I won't be late to my meeting. And so he chose to not look at his watch, right? And even as he came out of the tube, he chose to not look at his watch and he just held in his head, I am time and I will make enough of it so I won't be late to my meeting. And it's remarkable when you do this because it feels like time expands, right? 
time expands for him. And he arrived to his meeting, he sat down and he was the first one there. And then everyone bust in complaining about the tube and the thing and the taxis and the traffic and blah, 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 blah. And he just smiled. And so I want to share my experience with time because when I started my business, I was able to create, do, achieve, make far less money, achieve far less things in a day. And I felt even more stressed. And I get reflections back to me like, oh, Han, you do so much. Like, you do so much. Are you sure you're not burnt out? Han, you achieve so much. You create so much. Like, you, you must be so stressed. And it's interesting because I understand that they're speaking to me from their paradigm of time. And I'm not going to lie to you guys. I work hard. I love, I love, I love all of you. And I love school. And I love this job. Like, it's, it's just, for me, work is the, the most extraordinary pleasure. I revel. I delight. It's like, yeah. You know, even when we have challenging situations, like this is what I choose to do. But the more that I've worked on firstly slowing down my nervous system and shifting, right, my relationship with time, the more I realize that I have more time left over and I've got more done. And again, it doesn't make sense, but it's like you're living in a different frequency. You're living in a different, you know, and Camille asked me when she came here for the certification, Hannah, when do you prepare? When do you prepare your, your workshops? And I was like, always on the day. And that's not a stressful thing for me because I don't hold the narrative of there's not enough time. Now, I was a bit shaken by my dog incident and I love the fact that I'm teaching this now because I'm seeing, oh, when unexpected things happen, I lose that relationship a bit, right? I'm like, Meh, how am I going to get everything done? But even with going to the vet a trillion fucking times and having a very vomity dog and all of those things, we've still got everything done that needed to be done. We had one class that was a little bit later, but apart from that, everything has been done as it needs to be done. And so there's going to be something that you find, right? When we believe that there's not enough time, what we do unconsciously, right, is we just fill our time with random things, and then we end up with not enough time at the end of the day. But is it that there is not enough time or is it our relationship with time, right? And so I want to take this into a deepening for you guys to understand money, right? It gets to the end of the month, right? Or it gets to the end of the year and people haven't hit their goals. What they usually do is, oh, it's never going to happen now. It's not going to happen because there's not enough time. But if you are in control of time and you can make enough time and you declare time expands for me, it actually doesn't matter what day of the month you're on, right? And so what's really beautiful about shifting your relationship with time and your paradigm with time, and I can speak to you guys from where I am at in comparison to to where I used to be, right? Which is far less responsibility and far more stressed to far less stressed with far more responsibility, okay? Which is why it pisses me off <laughs> when people say that, you know, business and responsibility, it's bad and blah. I'm like, no, that's your relationship to it. <laughs> I want you to be thinking as I speak to this about your relationship with time. And I also want you guys to know that even though I'm modeling a different relationship to where I 
used to be, I've still got a journey of expanding into more time. And I'm excited that we get to learn and do this together. And actually I'm gonna set homework for you guys and we're all gonna do it. And I'm gonna set it for you, Tamsin. <laughs> and we're gonna check in. But do we get this premise? You are time and you can make enough of it. Okay, that's part of being the creator. And the benefits of this, right, is that you feel more ease in your life. You feel that there's more financial well-being, creativity, because a lot of people live in a paradigm of financial scarcity. So they experience that they never have enough. And they also live in time scarcity. So they feel that they never have enough time. And there's always this state of I'm rushed, right? And so I've got this thing with Craig, and I always say to him, I, I, I'd hate to be rushed. And Tam's seen me when she stays here, and it's like, I bob around for a really long time in the morning. I hate to be rushed because it sets my whole day for me, right? But just because I don't want to be rushed, it doesn't mean that I'm going to move slow, right? When I'm moving slow internally, it actually very often looks like I'm moving faster externally. Bizarre concepts, but hopefully you guys are with me, okay? So when we shift our relationship with time, we get more done. We have more time left over right? There's more creativity. There's more feelings of ease. There's more feelings of financial well-being, right? And so you're doing more. You've got more time. You've got more energy. You're feeling better and there is more ease. If that's what can come from just shifting your relationship with time, I think it's something that we will practice. And, and here's the thing that I want to really emphasize with everything that I teach in the School of IH. I am not God. <laughs> I am not Queen Guru Hannah of planet Earth. I am Hannah teacher who is sharing ideas, perspectives and concepts with you guys. So you guys don't have to blindly agree with everything that I say, like trial it, experience it, shift it, practice it, then feedback, right? How different you feel afterwards or not. Ever says, this has been my last five months. I'm also an expert on filling my to-do list. Hi, Shakti. Uh, the story of my life. Yeah. Okay. So if you've noticed just listening to this, oh God, I'm someone that is always stressed with time, or maybe I am operating from this scarcity with time, then that's fantastic. A great awareness. There's so much space now for increase <laughs> for, for, for a different experience. So I've got some affirmations and you guys always get the, the, the docs, don't you? So you've got the affirmations here that you can go through and they're really interesting. So it's, I have, I, and I love this. This is, these, these are Gay Hendricks affirmations, by the way. I have exactly the right amount of time to enjoy everything that I'm doing. Like feel that on a somatic level, like feel that you wake up, right? And you say to yourself, oh my God, there's not enough time. I'm not going to get everything done. And what are you you're going to feel like your heart's doing your, your heart thing, like your hands are sweaty, your nervous system, like you know, <laughs> you're anxious, you might be in a bad mood, you might be frustrated, the things that you do, you don't do them properly. Like, you know, we know how that is versus you wake up and you tell yourself, I have exactly the right amount of time to enjoy everything that I'm doing, right? What a fucking relief. Like just, and even talking about what we've been doing in manifestation and, you know, even as we did, I think it was uh, Wednesday where, where I stood up and we had the contracted body, right? That's time scarcity, right? That's having a smaller energetic field. So I have the exact amount of time. Ooh, like what are the feelings there, right? 
it's, it's completely different on a frequency level. And then there's more that we can play with, right? I'm the owner of my time. I make as much time as I need. Time comes from me. I acknowledge that I'm the source of time. But, but here's, here's the big piece that's going to arise for you guys, right? You guys might intellectually understand what I'm sharing today, but there's a gap between intellectually understanding what I'm sharing today and actually, right, believing it. <laughs> so that's why I want you guys to work with this, practice this. You know, when you're feeling stressed with time or you've got a meeting, you've got to do things like affirm to yourself right? That time expands for you. And then just notice what happens. And um, I think of this, I think of this, this story, um, Melanie Ann Leia. Okay, Fab, I'm going to read that from Ever in a second. And she shares a story. She does um, a teaching on compounding money and speeding up your results. And she shares a a story about there's a game that she plays with her family and you've got to pick up like little pieces of paper and you've got to unravel the pieces of paper and then I can't remember what you've got to do. You've got to like, the family have got to guess what you're reading from the piece of paper or something like that. And it's timed, right? And so she observed, and I think this is a fantastic observation, that the members of her family that got stressed with the time, they're trying to open the paper and then like the paper, open, like, you know, and it's like they trip, they do, and then it's taken far longer. However, what she would practice with her partner is that they wouldn't allow the rush and then it would actually end up much quicker. And so I want you guys to think about this. You know, I think about when I'm in a rush and I've got to get ready, those are the times that I poke my eye with my mascara or I accidentally completely fuck up my makeup or put on the wrong color of foundation or can't decide on an outfit because I can't think straight because I'm so rushed, right? So even if it's just, I acknowledge that I'm the source of the time and that allowing you to have a relaxation response in your nervous system, you're just going to notice that your body movements, everything is far precise and the stress, right, isn't going to drive the fuck up. Eva says, yesterday I decided to accept an offer which will fill my schedule, especially I have other independent projects ongoing. I was afraid that... Ooh, went up I was afraid that I, it would expose me to burnout and that I need to focus on making money in another way but the truth is that I love the work uh, that I would need to do how to, I know how to do it plus even if it is a full-time job I know that I can do it in less time guys this is this is the start of mastery that's the start of mastery you know the biggest terror barriers that I see for people and this is important what I'm about to say it's money okay but more so than money, biggest block very often for people is I won't have enough time. But what are we doing then? Like we talk about being a victim of circumstance, there were a victim of, of time, right? And I've been having this super interesting experience of time this year because last year I declared 2023 is going to be the year that I travel all year start traveling and it created such I allowed it to create such anxiety in me because I was so used to having all of this time and just like honestly just gently bopping around my house and only seeing people when I wanted to see people and suddenly I was traveling and the first trip that I did which I think was India you guys saw me have that tooth abscess and I'm sure that was stress right 
not stressed because I actually didn't have enough time, but stressed because of my relationship to suddenly splitting my time between the traveling. Now, what most people do then is they're like, oh, I can't travel if I want to have a business. We don't believe in that, do we? We don't believe in that. So the thing for me to look at then was like, okay, well then, Han, this was a, a pretty painful, because also tooth abscesses, guys, if you've never experienced one, one of the most painful things, like I, I couldn't close my mouth for like two days. <laughs> but I paid attention and I saw that it was a blessing in advance, um, in disguise, sorry. And it really gave me this opportunity to, okay, Han, let's shift your relationship with time slightly different. And now you guys will see that I'm teaching, doing the free events, going to Dubai, um, going to Marbella tomorrow to be with Tamsin for a week. And then I'm visiting my dad and I'm still getting everything done in the business and we're still getting really beautiful results. And, and everything is working just as if I'd stayed here for the whole month, right? And so what had to change, right? It was me and my relationship with time. So notice this, right? And, and life gets to be this beautiful playground with this. Ever says I was hesitating to accept it, but I realized that even if I'm now feeling safe with no income these past months, this job will allow me to continue working the other projects and also get very well paid. I love that for you. I love the certainty in your choice, Ever. And, and I love that it's going to be a really fantastic opportunity for you to learn how to play with time. Okay. Final thing that I want to say on this, right? It's our relationship with time, right? And fear of time and money scarcity that leads to living in an overrun nervous system, which leads to procrastination, which leads to not wanting to do the things, which leads to, you know, doesn't you don't know how the time's gone in a day and you've not really done anything. So they're simple concepts, but they really are globally life-changing. Yeah, ever saying yes. You know, another thing for me was when Craig and I, when, when Craig and I broke up, my business boomed. Like we just, we hit whole new financial levels. And I noticed my brain being like, oh, it's because I've got so much time because I'm not in a relationship. And so when Craig and I got back together, there was a little voice in my head saying, oh, Han, you can't have the money and have Craig. <laughs> Again, I asked myself, that's a belief system, is that the life that I want to have? Do I just want to make money and not have my, my bagel, you know? My bagel is Craig. No, that's not what I want. I'm like, does that story, does that attitude, Hannah, match what you want to experience in your physical life reality? Absolutely not. And so again, then I, I, I had it to shift my experience of time. And when Craig and I got back together, guys, we got back together on, on, a, on a mutual commitment of really being, making sure that we put in like phenomenal energy and, 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 and effort into our love and our relationship. And we really made the decision that, and, and that's what I talked about in Love and Money, like having the greatest love story, you know, greater than the movies. And so that's involved more presence time, more time off phones, you know, making sure that we do dinners and, and silly bits and bobs, like, you know, redecorating downstairs in the gym so we can watch movies, like all of these things. It's going to be always a work in progress. But what I want to share from when Craig and I got back together to now, which has been about six months, um, what felt frightening and hard to fit everything in now feels natural and spacious because you own time, right? Because you earn time. 
Eva says it implies traveling too for one month and I've not been accepting to be deployed more than two weeks since COVID because of my dogs and partner. But this time I thought about how quickly um, it goes when I'm there and it would stimulate my creativity as it used to happen. Plus it will be in Myanmar. Wow, I love this. I love this. And Eva, we want to see all the photos. <laughs> uh, San just put a love heart. That's actually so crazy that it's all about what we believe and this is how our life develops. It sounds so easy, okay? And you will get to a phase in your life. And I know that some of you guys might not believe this yet, but let this be evidence. You will get to a phase in your life where it does feel easy, okay? Now, easy, because there's this, there's, there's this, there's this whole thing about ease and easy and hard. And it's like, I believe that manifestation is easy and hard. I believe that business is easy and hard. So what do I mean by that? It's going to require effort and it might require, you know, holding the faith in the void, like Sandra said. And so this usually fits in the hard category. It might involve doing things that you're uncomfortable to do. Like tomorrow I'm doing a talk in person. Guys, I haven't talked in person right? Where there's not been a screen. I know I talk to you guys all of the fucking time. <laughs> all I've done is to talk, but I haven't done that in person. That for me, it, it feels hard because it feels uncomfortable because I haven't done it for a really long time. And like I said, I've always been quite a nervous, shy person, even though I'm letting go of that persona now. So there is the hard, there is the effort, there is the catching it, there is the, 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 all of the bits in between, but, but when we're willing to do, this is the, this is the piece that I want you guys to understand, when we're willing to do the hard with grace, when we're willing to do our avoidance list, right, and, and we're not in rejection of it, when we don't reject the challenges in our life, and we don't reject the situations as they are, that's where we find the easier means, right, and it's backwards again, right, but you'll get to a point where you faced so many challenges, you've done so many things that you avoid, you uh, are so used to doing the mental mastery work, you've done your morning and evening practices for years, that that it's, it's not even going to be something that you have to think about, and that's where it gets easy, right, so my automatic, when something happens is what in me is creating that because I've literally lived this way for so long right so it sounds so easy and it actually is so easy but what do we know as human beings we we avoid things and we have emotions and things come up and bloody 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 blah but can we hold the note that at some stage when we've done the things and we've created the effort that's where we'll have the easy or the ease right that's what I wanted to say on that so we're going to do a homework and it's really fun and this is a gay hendrix homework okay so i'm putting us all on a diet <laughs> but it's not a diet that you have experienced before it's not going to involve food of which i'm going to come back to in a second okay i'm going to talk about food in a second okay which is also an interesting one because it's the same concept You guys are banned, if you want to play along, of, or obviously you've got autonomy, of making any time complaints for at least a month. Because what do we know? Effort leads to ease because repetitiveness leads to a habit, okay? So what does this look like? And this is subtle. And I, it's going to be hard for me as well. Daniela's like, yes, I love this game on. Um, like, you know, Because I, I know that there's areas that I do this. So you're banned from saying, I can't do that because I don't have time. 
And it's really interesting because there are things that I always find time for, and there are things that I never find time for. And if I'm really honest with myself, the things that I always find time for, right, are the things that I want to do. And the things that I never find time for, even though maybe they would take me three seconds, right, because I don't want to do them. Now, every time we blame time, because we don't want to say, I don't want to do it, what you're doing is that you're feeding into this negative relationship with time. So we can practice using other things like, you know, mm, that's not a priority for me right now. I don't feel like it. <laughs> so it's going to be a diet, but you're also going to have to practice telling the truth. Okay, I realized yesterday, yeah, we've got, let's do it. I realized yesterday that being in Thailand, I'm never in a rush anymore. I ran yesterday because I left my phone in a shop, but this never happens and I love it. Yes. And 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 actually, Kabil, I love living in places like that. And, and that might be why you've chosen Thailand unconsciously because the slowed down rhythm is like, oh, it's amazing. Sandra says, superb timing. I feel this, okay? So just, just notice and then just notice if you're suddenly able to be way more productive, okay? And so Ta um, Tam and I are gonna, this is so amazing because Tam and I do a lot of this work together, obviously, because we're in a relationship like Tam, I shared the story yesterday, but I'm gonna be staying with Tam next week and we've got the talk and we've got a trillion network things. We're going to an entrepreneurial gala. There's going to be, I'm going to be in a magazine. Uh, we're going to a yacht thing. I think we're going to a yoga festival. Like there are things, right? And so I think it's so fun that me and Tam are going to get to practice this together. And I think we'll have the, the rules of we can call each other out, right? Because sometimes you do, you just go into an old pattern. And so if you do go into an old pattern, it's not a big deal. Just notice it and like bring it back, yeah? Perfect timing. Yes. This sounds like a lot of fun and so many wins. Yeah, for sure. It's a gift to my nervous system. Yeah. 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 And let me tell you guys, right. When I started this work and I started healing my nervous system because I lived in chronic stress, like chronic stress, chronic alerts, chronic fear, chronic, 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 chronic. I was just constantly in this underlying unconscious fear. And when I started doing this work, I thought oh, it's going to be the trauma work that heals me. And I think the trauma work is amazing, but what shifted my experience of stress and work and life and is actually the mindset Bob Proctor time work. And we've got some somatic practitioners that hold their nose up at this work. And I used to be one of those, right? And I think when we hold our nose up at things because we think that our modality is the best modality, we miss a lot of richness in life, okay? So I would love for you guys to, to, to actually do a check-in. So I would love you guys to do a post if you want to do this properly with us. And I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Do a post on the School of IH saying like, this is my relationship with time. Just share a bit and really, really commit to it, right? Let us know that you're doing it, right? And then in a month, you can share where you are with time and, and we can see the progress. And what you're going to notice is there's going to be progress in things that you don't imagine. You feel more relaxed. You're sleeping better. Maybe you suddenly start exercising because you realize that you have all of this time. Sandra says, I'm going to record every time I have a trigger. They're amazing. But, but share this on the group so we can really hold each other accountable and have fun and do this. I'm just going to charge my computer. Okay, 
So who's in? Who's going to do this with me in the chat? And for those of you guys that are watching us in the Facebook group, let us know in the Facebook group. I'm curious. Tam, you have no choice. <laughs> Tam's going to want to do it. Tam's into everything always. Yeah, Tam's written here for it all. See, I knew that. Adrienne, Tamsin, Daniela. Fantastic. Let's go. Oh, amazing. Amazing, 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 everyone. Okay, love that. Love that. Love that. So we're going to go into quantum leaping. Are you guys clear on time? Do you have any more questions? Because then we're going to go into a different quantum um, perspective. I think Daniela's written, I'm not sure I can really say that, but there you go. Um, okay. <laughs> Any questions on time? Do we feel clear on this? Do we understand that time comes from us? It's not external to us. Our relationship with time changes our experience of time. We're going to stop being victims of time. We're going to stop blaming time. And we're going to take responsibility for our relationship with time. I think this is so fun. Um, funny thing, this job will imply to work in weird times during the night because I'll be working remotely with my Amar. And I feel excited because I felt my days would be longer. That's amazing. And, you know, ever I felt this when we were changing um, the times of the School of IH, I think it's uh, July. Tam, can you make sure I don't get this wrong? I think it's July. The sessions go from 3 p.m. to 6 p.m. And, you know, when we were doing a few 6 p.m. sessions for the free event, I was calling Tamsin and I was like, I just, I've got all of this time. I don't want to do it myself. <laughs> yes, in July. So it's it's amazing how little shifts can just change our experience of our days and our time. Natalie says, I will watch the replay to understand, but I get the gist. Okay, amazing. Yes. And Natalie, if you've got any questions, you can throw it um, on the comment section. Oh, I haven't, I haven't streamed this into the group. Tam will have to put this in the group later. Um, okay, great.